Salsa Music Stream. And now, your hosts, Scott, Jana, and Nine. You wanted the dirt on Tulsa. You got it. Good afternoon. Welcome to Tulsa Music Stream. This is episode 79. Thank you for joining us on a Friday afternoon. We are awaiting the arrival of Kip Winger. And it is going to be a great episode. We're super pumped to talk to him. We're going to get about a half hour with him today. We're going to talk about the new album. Seven. Yeah. It's, it's and it, it appropriately titled Seven because it's their seventh studio album. So we're going to be talking about that. If you guys haven't gotten on YouTube yet and checked out the two new videos off of the album, Man, they are killer. Yeah. The songs are great. The videos are, are equally great. Really good job. Anxious to talk to him about that. Yeah. I want to welcome you, uh, hey. Scott, my my beloved co-host here. Yeah, I just got off work and immediately <laughs> came in here because the stream yeah. is what it's all about. But welcome to episode 79. This is Tulsa Music Stream. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, we also have a Facebook channel, which some of you are already uh, are following our Facebook page. And we also have a Twitter page, and that's at TUL Music Stream, at TUL Music Stream. That's good and then know. we're also uh, Twitch. Um, we That's where we do all of our live pl- platforms. We don't really have our Twitch built up very much, but um, we are also on podcast uh, platforms such as Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and I know there's so many more out there. Just uh, throw it out there and uh, see see if our name is on your favorite podcast platform. But yeah, um, more than we appreciate likely. you guys checking in with us in the chat room. And uh, I already see a Terry Fleming, a Tracy Long, Larry Ford, uh, Gina. Hi. Um, thank you guys so much. English. Yeah. I'm wearing the Elizabeth the, English. The. the Winger is coming. Yeah, Winger is coming. And sure, he is. Sure. We are awaiting his arrival. Thanks for letting us borrow that. It's always exciting when I look in the chat room and I see people that are not from Oklahoma in here. Terry Fleming's in Abilene, Texas. Shout out to Terry. Good to see you. Larry Ford, I know you're in California. Good to see you, Gina. I think you're a new face. I'm not sure I've seen you in here. Uh, welcome. We're glad you're here, Tracy Long. Everybody who's in here, we appreciate you guys. And like Scott said, um, you know, check out, make sure that the thing we're pushing really big these days is uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel. The the goal for anybody who's trying to build up a YouTube channel is always to get to your first thousand subscribers. And then, yep. you know, that kind of just is a game changer. Just go to YouTube and, and in the search, yeah. put in Tulsa Music Stream and then hit subscribe and then hit like on any videos that we might be streaming. Um, and of course, you know, you can comment and you can hit the notification bell for that tells you when we go live mm-hmm. and we're close to 400 already. So, uh, the more That's subscribers, great. the better, man. And it's tough. I don't even really, other than begging for subs- <laughs> for, for <laughs> subscriptions, I really don't know how it what all else? works. Yeah. I mean, you look on there, there's people on there with like 53,000 subscribers. It just, you know, you just, it's like anything else. You build it over the course of time. We're building things one episode at a time and uh, it takes time to do these things, but we're definitely in it to win it. We totally enjoy this. I think um, 
you know, he and I are probably reaching the, our last years of, of playing in a band. I say that. We'll go as long as we can. But this is probably his and my future, you know, as far as keeping our foot in the music water uh, still, but in a little bit different uh you know, less physically demanding way. So yeah. it's good. So anyway, we have um, some sponsors and then one of our sponsors, we went and, and uh, had some uh, shots made of our band, Rocket yeah. Science. And um, good time last night. It's always so cool to work with those guys. Uh, the Shipman's uh, mm-hmm. Shipman Photography. There we go. There they are. The Greg Shipman. Anyway, um, it was fun. And you'll be seeing some really cool pictures of... Um, of the rocket science uh, band that her and I are in here yeah. shortly. So you yep. should have something here shortly. We are missing nine and Teresa today. They could not get away from their daytime ob- obligations, which is understandable. So we'll catch them on the next episode. We are still awaiting Kip's arrival. Yeah. Uh, we'll give him here a couple more minutes. Now I do believe that um, they should be gearing up for uh, monsters of rock yes. cruise. Yep. Um, I don't know exactly. I know that he had a hard uh, stop at five. That would be what? For our time. For our time. So we won't have a ton of time with him today, but we'll, you know, it's always one of those you take what you can get deals. Yeah. Um, I'm, we are I'm, also sponsored by DEB Concerts. And that would be Doug Burgess. Yeah. And he runs Rocklahoma. And um, it's going to be an exciting year there at Rocklahoma. So many bands, so many. And it's really one of the coolest uh, lineups I've seen in, in, in a while. Yeah, it is a good looking you know, one. It, it changes up from 80s rock to to. to today's rock you know modern rock it's, we, it's a we lot can, of cool bands we can put that up while we're waiting for oh, kip yeah there's the flyer yeah it's a it's a great lineup it's a nice spread between you know our, our 80s bands that we love and then some newer acts and uh doug burgess will have his dnb processing stage rocking out there with with so many fun great artists it's always a good time you guys check out rocklahoma on labor day weekend uh, it's going to be a good time for everybody. I have emailed the publicist, so we'll we'll hope that Kip is coming in here pretty soon. You know, it's a it's a Friday. Whoops, wrong screen. Hold on here. Oh my god, that's all right. Yeah, we're waiting for him. But uh, hey, if you guys have any questions, wow, we've got thirty people in here. If you guys have any questions, I don't know if we'll have time to get to the questions. But what we typically do. If we run out of time and don't get to, you know, have the artist answer your questions live, we uh, after the episode's over, we send them the link um, to the to the Facebook one and ask them if they'll be willing to come back in and chat with some of you guys and answer some of your questions in there. I think some of them have been cool to do that. And uh, man, we had such a great time with James Kotak the other night, um, and he yeah. is just the coolest. And that's another thing. We have so many really cool episodes on our YouTube channel and, of course, our Facebook channel. Um, just go right on our page and, and go look back for all of our previous um, uh, 78 episodes that we, we have done. And there's so many cool ones and so many great conversations that we have had through, you know, through since we started uh, Tulsa Music Stream. Um, all, you know, going all the way back to Lita Ford, Rudy Sarzo. To, to like the last few episodes have all been really really kick-ass episodes uh, yeah. really cool conversations with a lot of 
uh, great stories from all these uh, you know mega rock stars and um, just go check them out. There's um, I'm sure there's something in there for you. And even if there's like a guy you're not maybe not so familiar with, get familiar. Yeah, get familiar with it. <laughs> check out the episode and you go, wow, that guy's a really cool guy. And, right. And then you might uh, you know dig a little bit deeper into some other music and, and yeah. of course their websites and everything. So. Definitely. I mean, this is educational. You know, there's a lot of guys we've talked to that I didn't know much about till I started researching and it has just been an education. I do want to let you guys know Kip's publicist did write back. He said there's a chance he might be running late from a previous interview. There haven't been any issues, been issues with any other interviews today. So I'm going to bank on that. That's what's going on. So with the publicist checking in, that means he's kind of keeping an eye out for us. So we're going to sit tight. We're going to keep uh, chatting with you guys. Matter of fact, if you guys have any comments, uh, any questions you'd like to submit for me or Scott, I'd like uh, to uh, go through our sponsors while we have the let's chance do that. and go let's through do it. I'm going to get down to that screen. We did talk about uh, uh, shipmentphotos.com. If you guys have any, here's Kip right here. If you guys have any uh, needs for pictures, go to them. We'll talk about them more here in a little bit. Let me get back to our main screen and let Kip in the room. He is coming in. We appreciate Wingers you guys. Coming. We appreciate you guys sharing the stream. And Kip is getting ready to come on screen with us right now. Kip, how are Hi. you doing? You feeling all right? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're we, great. we are live streaming on multiple platforms right now, and we're proud to have you with us. Yes, man. we are. It's, oh, live streaming. Oh my God! I yeah. Done my hair or something. Yeah. No, you're good. Sunglasses. <laughs> There you are you absolutely good. Hey, that looks good. Hey, we appreciate you giving us your time on a Friday afternoon. We're, we're going to uh, honor the hard stop at five o'clock. So let's get right to it. Let's talk about the new album and appropriately titled Seven. The release date for this is May 5th on Frontiers. You guys can pre-order the album at wingertheband.com. Now, Kip, we've already heard the first couple of songs. Uh, we've got the single It All Comes Back Around and Proud Desperado. Both of the songs are absolutely fantastic and the videos are fantastic as well tell us a little bit about the creation and the recording process of the album and how you feel about the finished product what would you like to know specifically because that's such a broad question i under <laughs> i understand okay well let's let's kind of let's take it one piece at a time when you guys came together to write it what was your goal for this album as far as what you wanted to see come out as the end product I wanted to make the definitive Winger album, um, and it sets every album apart. It's 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 set apart from every album because each guy in in the band, all original members, plus John Roth, who's been in since '93, I think, played on every single song, and that's never happened in a Winger album. Um, and Paul Taylor made his lead guitar debut on Broken Glass, and John played a couple solos on One Light to Burn and Time Bomb, and Reb made his lead vocal debut on It's Okay. He sings the second verse. We sing that song together. And so I was trying to um, create, not create, I don't even know how to use that term. I was trying to grab the initial spark from the first album but make an album with the depth of everything that came after it and, right uh, you know so and then we slapped on the old logo for a full circle uh you know because um 
it's been nine years since our new record. And, and with the All Originals Paul back on the album, I just felt like it was appropriate to go back to the very beginning kind of with this album, but have it be the culmination of, all, of our whole journey, so to speak, especially since it landed on our 35th anniversary. It did. And it certainly seems like you have achieved those very things you just described. I, I do want to talk about the videos. Both of them are, are awesome. Proud Desperado, that is a really intense video. Um, and I want to know, what is the message behind that particular song? Hey man, you know what? It's really just about keeping, you know, keeping the faith and keeping the faith and then losing the faith. Mm. You know? It's, uh, it's, 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 you know, you put your faith in a lot of things and a lot of people who let you down and <clears throat> you're still, you're left holding the bag kind of, and you're really out there, um, still believing in stuff, but you're a bit heartbroken by mm. how things have turned out. And, uh, an interesting song, actually, that was one of the first ones we wrote for this. And I had some words for it. And I and I was really stuck on this one song. And I, I so, I, you know, I, I ran into Desmond Child when he was teaching a, a songwriter master class for rock and roll fantasy camp that I used to be affiliated with. And I was just auditing it. And, and you know, we were like, hey, let's exchange numbers. And then, I don't know, a month later or whatever, I asked him if he would help me on that song. And he really came to the party on that song lyrically. Mm -hmm. So him and I wrote the words on that. And um, <clears throat> there's one other co-written tune by a friend of mine named Grant Van Dyke. Lyrically, we wrote Stick the Knife In and Twist, which is kind of a <laughs> fun, one of the up-tempo tracks on this album. And Sans kind of tends to be a standout track from a lot of the interviews I've been doing. Mm, that's awesome. <clears throat> it, the it's so cool, especially uh, the video that you have for it. it all comes back around when, you know, you're there with a, in a piano and then you're in a really cool, cool uh, scenery. I'm mm -hmm. not sure where you shot that at, but you know, how, how is the pepper, the, your preparation for, for this upcoming album, uh, May 5th? How, how are you preparing for it as you did uh, on your previous albums? Is there anything different that you guys do to, um, you know, promote and all that stuff for, you, for this new album? just how to promote an album you say that again your your screen kind of froze up again sorry you mean you mean pro you know for live or no for or, like you know gearing up for for the for the release date you know uh, is there anything different that you that you do now than, than you used to do back in the day as far as promoting it you know probably stuff like this right i mean yeah, I mean, I've been doing tons of interviews and stuff, but it's always been that way. You know, there's not a lot of radio left. Right, right, right. right. Um, and especially for a band like us, it's difficult to do the radio rounds, but um, it's pretty much the same, man. It's just in a different, you know, there's there's streaming and stuff. There's elements that are changed, but now vinyl's big again and stuff. Mm. So it, there's a lot of things that are the same. There's a few things that are different. Um it, the business moves way faster now. I can yeah. say that. Yeah. You know, back in the MTV days when you guys first came out, there was just multiple of videos that you guys put out on MTV and, and, you know, they were always big and, and huge and a lot of lights and everything. And, you know, your last two videos you just did for seven or 
very cool and 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 i'm sure probably a little bit less expensive than those in the mtv days <laughs> you know I'll, well, I'll, just by merit of the fact that you know dsl can't or you know the cameras that they make now i mean you can just do it and you can buy the software to do it in your laptop i mean right. I don't do, um i hire guys that i've been using and the guy that directed our videos he was on the easy come easy go video i've known these guys forever hmm. edited my all these videos I've been working with him since the first album. He did the artwork for the first album. So, I mean, I've had the same team forever, you know, that's awesome. Um, we, we work well together and I trust these guys, you know, so I like to, I like to keep the same group of guys. As you can see, it's all original members in my band and stuff. You know, so right. I have it, no interest in like going to join another band or being in a, in a super group or any of that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, cause outside of this, I've got so much of my other stuff going on, but, um, plus Alice but, Cooper was basically a super group, right? Yeah. Kane well, and you I mean, and Alice Cooper's no, no, no. Alice Cooper's <laughs> Alice Cooper, man. Dutch <laughs> Alice Cooper with a 10 foot pole. I mean, he's rock and roll American blue blood all the way. Man. Sure. Yeah. sure. What, what were your thoughts when they, he brought back Kane for a little, for a few, for a few shows? And I, I talked to Kane like sometimes every day, sometimes twice a week. I mean, we we talk all the time. Kane was saying, what do you think of this guitar? Should I use that? You know, like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'll call him up and say, ask him, you know, so we always, you know, talk about all this stuff, but yeah. uh, I, it was great. I mean, you know, it was great to see him out there doing that. Um, he's, he's a huge talent. He should, in my opinion, he should be doing a lot more, but you know, mm -hmm. that's up to Let's touch back on the fact that, I mean, it's such an amazing feat that a band can be together for 35 years, let alone still have all of the original members. To what do you attribute the bond that you have with your bandmates and, and the, the, the staying power you guys have had all this time? We're just friends, you know. We just we just really enjoy our each other's company. And on a musician level, it's an honor to play with all these guys because every single one of them is could be the leader of a band in their own right. Um, mm. And, you know, the pedigree is just massive now, right. especially, you know, when you got Paul was in Steve Perry, Cinderella, Tommy Shaw. I mean, probably way more than I'm saying, you know, Reb has done. We all started together. That's what was interesting. Alice Cooper is where I met Paul. And, you know, Reb was in Alice, Night Ranger, Doc and Whitesnake. Um, and Rod and the Dregs and John and Survivor and uh, Starship and yeah, you Black even do Dark a you even do like a a bunch of what do they call those where you mix up a bunch a of cover songs? Yeah, a, a medley, a medley yeah, of all of your we're stuff. Gonna, we were going to do the medley on the cruise this year, probably one of the shows. It was a big hit last year. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a big uh, summer coming up, really full schedule of shows. That Monsters of Rock cruise is coming up, I think that's on April 29th, and then you guys are also doing M3. What are some, some of the coolest parts of both of those events, the cruise and, and M3? Well, M3, without a doubt, the cupcakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I always put in my contract that I need extra cupcakes. Nice. Um. I just dig it. I, I, those are two events that I really enjoy. They're, they're run very well and they're done right. You know, so 
and the food is great at all of them. So yeah, yeah, you know, yep. it's it's fun, it's fun to hang with all the bands that are on these shows because we all grew up together. You know, right. Seems like a big family reunion for you guys. Yeah, I, we recently uh, saw you out there in Key West, and that was an amazing show. Yeah. Um, where I went up right up front, and um, you know we flew all the way out there uh, in Florida, but it was an amazing show. And and we caught I caught you guys uh, at the Rocklahoma '07, which was a really cool show. Um, just very talented. Uh, it's a it's a great show all the way around, but. You know, I seen I, I watched you do interviews in the 2008 Rocklahoma, where you're interviewing guys from Rat, and and then of course the guys in Kicks, and and you mentioned to those guys that uh, your first uh, publishing uh, was on their uh, Midnight Dynamite album, which wow. is one of my favorite albums from those guys, and of course M3 is you know Maryland and everything. So how, how did you get hooked up with those guys through uh, Bo Hill or? Yeah, yeah, Bo was really a hot producer at the time and he was producing a lot of acts. He I'd known him since I was 16 and he did a lot to help me get, you know, kind of in the door. He hired me a, a lot as as kind of like the A team replacement singer and the and I played bass on a lot of stuff. And uh he was producing Kicks, which by the way, I feel like Midnight Dynamite is his best production. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's a great album. Yes. Yes. Um and I had a riff, and they were looking for tunes, and they list. They heard the music to, that I had written to Bang Bang, and they so they, they they changed the words and the melodies and stuff, and took took the music. Um, and so yeah, that was my first and probably last co. You know, I mean, I never went on to write with other bands and stuff like that. So I have very few songs on other people's albums. You know. Yeah, I would love to see Donnie and the guys get you know make amends and, and put out an album together mm. again. He's such a great writer, you know, it's so different. It was so different, you know, than, than what all the other bands were doing at the time, but it was, well, you know, yeah, but no, it still Don, fit in. Don, listen, man, Donnie Purnell is one of the greatest rock lyricists of all time. I mean, wow. if you listen to a song, cause I used him on, I tried to get him on this album. Oh, wow. Yeah. I used him on karma and Better Days Coming. He wrote the lyrics to deal with the devil and they're absolutely genius. I mean, that mm -hmm. guy is unbelievable. And Kicks, I love those guys and Kicks. They're 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 awesome. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, but you know, sometimes when there's bad blood, I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. So let me ask you something kind of kind of off the wall a little bit but I, I just want your opinion on this i know you guys are doing some upcoming shows with steel panther uh in the uk and on this particular program steel panther's been a little bit of a controversial topic i know the people that love them absolutely love them but there are some people in the metal community that feel that they're poking fun at the genre what is your take on steel panther's approach love them yeah totally love them um and they're great musicians, by the way. Like Satch is an amazing guitar player. Right. Yeah. You know, if you can't take the piss out of yourself, then, then you know, just you know, go get a life, man. You know. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing it. I was I I was the one that texted Michael Starr. I was like, dude, let's do some shows. And they next day they invited us to go to England. I was like, I don't wow. have a problem opening for them at all. It's it's mostly sold out now. But, That's awesome. Um, 
And I just think that, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're the thing they were parroting, but they've kind of become, they've gone beyond that now. You know, mm-hmm. They have their own thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, what's great about that band is that they're, that they're poking fun at the politically correct. I and mean, it really needs, there needs to be this, this thing because people just take themselves way too seriously. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. You know, it, it, Love not Steel Panther. Yes. <laughs> and not not to beat a dead horse. And I'm sure you get you know get the questions of the Beavis and Butthead stuff. And and I, we already know how you feel about that. And we know that you you if a judge have you know made amends with you know with all of that stuff. But I did want to ask you that if you if you see any uh, similarities in the way that Nickelback uh, gets treated online, mm. you know. Uh, as Winger did during the Beavis and Butthead days. Do you, do you kind of see some, some similarities with that? I don't pay attention to it, but I'll tell you what, I wish I had their bank account. <laughs> um, if I had that much money. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, were, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, think, I think it's really uncool to slag anybody's art in public. You may not like something, and in a private conversation, you might go, man, that shit sucks. <laughs> I don't think, I, and I'm not. I'm not talking about Nickelback because right. I actually think Nickelback. I love the way their records sound. I think yeah. they make great records. Yeah. Um, I think people just got sick of them because they, you know, they had a really, really big hit. You know, hits, and uh, that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, uh, yeah, of course, there's similarities. Uh, we had a very particular kind of scenario that that literally decimated our band you know so and we couldn't even get it we, we there was nobody that would even book us i think nickelback could still go out and, and do shows through there throughout the whole time so i i think yeah there's some similarities there's also some similarities when john travolta wasn't cool you know i mean it, this mm-hmm. this stuff happens yeah it's a cycle um, you know winger is a very misunderstood band you know we we fall in the cracks and uh, but anybody that's actually listening and understands, you know, they they know what's up. You know, absolutely, we do. You guys can play circles around most of the other bands from your genre. I mean, it's very deep, well thought out music, which kind of leads me to my next question. Of course, unless you've been living under a rock, everyone out there knows that you are a composer of classical music as well. Just real quick, since we're getting a little short on time, for the people who maybe haven't heard you explain before, give us some ideas of the similarities you find between composing classical and composing rock and roll. That's, you know, I've been asked that question a lot, and I keep trying to refine my answer. Um, The biggest difference is that it's short form and long form music. And, um, be, you know, and by the, I do by merit of the fact that I do both. I'm not making a value judgment on that. It's, it's that you in classical music you take a short, not necessarily short, but you take a musical idea and you and you need to extend it over a long period of time. And in and in rock and pop music, you you have these short fragments of stuff and you compress them and try to get to the point in three or four minutes. They're equally difficult. Well, I wouldn't say that. They're, the classical thing is monumentally more difficult in the, in the preparation of understanding how to do it and do it well. Um, but writing a good song is no easy task. Right. Um, 
for me, one feeds the other because um, I can take the idea that might be a rock riff and put it in the cellos and, and mm. double it with the trombones or something and get a really nasty sound that is da you know I've written I've written riffs like that in pieces that I've done you know mm -hmm. and so with with part of my intention in classical music is trying to make the orchestra rock you know wow uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I still haven't achieved what I'm hearing so for me and the other difference for me is that I've written every kind of rock song that possibly could happen for me mm -hmm. and and with the classical thing i'm still on this journey to find what i'm actually hearing you know gotcha that's cool uh, has songwriting uh changed much for you um throughout you know the years or or do you just you use the same formula that you know you've used back in the past you know that's uh, always worked well for you in as the far as rock you mean yeah as yeah. far as rock no, every Winger album has been the same. We sit down with a drum machine and knock out some riffs and go from there. I mean, it's been the same. I, I keep it the same because a lot of times Reb is very um, off the cuff. He, he's like, he's very visceral with his surroundings. So if he's comfortable in, a, in, a, in the studio and he's got a great sound happening and I punch up a drum beat that he's inspired by, he'll knock out a riff like that. Hmm. And oftentimes I'll... I'll intentionally go hey i'm gonna go to the bathroom i'll be right back and i'll press record oh wow and i'll record him when he doesn't know what's going on and like i'll, I'll come back and review his ideas and inevitably there will be like three or four great ideas in this stuff you know it's 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 astounding actually um and he never remembers what he does so i always have to keep <laughs> the tape recorder going you know my iphone my iphone i you know the the little recorder is yeah like going stop you know smart imagine having camera, that back but, in the 80s you know <laughs> well i always I, I did i always had either a cassette player or a dad player i've got i've got hundreds of cassettes of us jamming ideas i, I should mm. i should post them on youtube as like a podcast because there's just it's just you know 60 minutes of us jamming and talking wow. and stuff and i've got hundreds of those that would wow. be amazing to hear. We're, we're running up against it here. Just yeah. a couple and, more minutes. And I have, we have a couple of questions I'd like to ask you in the chat room before okay, we get on. Let's, let's we can, go got, ahead. We can go over five. It's fine. I'm, I've got we won't keep you much longer. Go ahead, Scott. What questions well, do you have? This is from Doug Weber in the chat room. He's, he's asking, what's the story behind Kip's custom, uh, Rickenbacker, uh, shaped specter bass guitar. All the specter geeks are still freaking out about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for asking that question, and thanks for noticing what a wicked bass that is. I tried and tried and tried to get Spectre to build me a, a 4001 style bass for a long, and finally I got them to do it. It took me about two years. Hmm. They were like, "Don't tell anyone we made this," you know, like because you know Rickenbacker apparently is a little stodgy about their about their patent, you know. So, hmm. um, I'm actually intending to go to Rickenbacker to try to make a limited run of those bases because they I you know I don't to anybody who's out there wondering I mean I don't know if I can get it done but if I could get 500 of them made I think that would be amazing for hmm. now it's the only one made and and as far as I know the only one that'll ever be made wow and it's just a nod back to my you know Getty Lee on 2112 playing a 4,000 
one Rickenbacker. I call it the Kippenbacher, actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Okay. Well, here's another uh, question from uh, Tina Lynn Farmer. She asks, uh, I would love to know what music does Kip listen to when he wants to unplug and relax? Hmm. I don't listen to music. There's only one record that I listen to for that. Wasp. um, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an incredibly re- well recorded and well performed record called "Sati: Fifty Essential Piano Pieces" by Roland Pointinen, and you have to like ask Alexa or Siri or whoever to say it just like that. It's "Fifty Essential Piano Pieces" by Roland Pointinen, who's the pianist. He's an incredible uh, Scandinavian pianist. And it's music of Eric Satie, but it's the 50 essential pieces. It's not just mm. the cliche ones. And that piano music is the only music that I can, like, put on and, like, you know, kind of just hang. Other than that, I listen to music usually with a score. <laughs> <laughs> study it. And so it's like I really never listen to music unless I'm studying it. I mean, wow. I'll listen to Hey, have you heard the new so-and-so song? I'll listen to that kind of stuff, but rarely do I listen to it. Because I'm always like, you know, listen, I'm replete with ideas. I'm worried I won't be able to get them all done. It's just like, <laughs> so um, I'm I'm working on a violin concerto right now for Nashville Symphony, and I'm constantly rolling that one around mm-hmm. in my mind. That's cool. Let me pick your brain. I need some advice. Uh, he and I are musicians as well. When I was born, I think God just gave me a 4-4 brain. You know, I, I try really hard to comprehend more complex time signatures. Yeah, I, I kind of get it sometimes, but it's something I really want to conquer. I want to not only be able to comprehend and understand them, but compose them as well. Is that something I can even learn, or are you just either born with it or you're not? You, you can learn it. Okay, can you count to two? Yeah. So do it. One, two. Now do it again. One, two. Now count to three. One, two, three. <laughs> together. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. And do it's, it again. Keep so it's repeat. that simple? It's, I mean. And repeat it. Well, now that's where it gets hard because seeing I get lost. <laughs> repeat it. Oh, okay. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. Again. Yeah, now give it a beat. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. 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 You know, that's right. how you get seven, eight. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. Da 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 that can simplify that and explain, you know, everyone's brain works differently, man. You got to find the person that can talk to your brain. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. No, it's absolutely true. Like when I listen to box music, it's impenetrable. I can't get in there. I, I love it. And I know a lot of his pieces, but I can't break in. Mm. And then I, and then I read, Ravel or Honegger scores and I'm like I get it like it's water to a starving man in the desert you know yeah. just, why is Bach difficult do you I mean have you even figured that part out 
I can't, and I and a lot of people feel that way that I've talked to about it. He's just he was from another planet. I mean, huh. uh, you know what's going on there is just astounding and oftentimes simple, but not you know. So right. there's um, anyway. My point, you know, you got to find somebody that can that can walk you through it and do it real slow. And, and allow yourself to think that you suck and get beyond all the self-hatred and you'll start to rewire your brain. It's really okay. just a matter of commitment. All right. Here's, here's, a, here's another question in the chat room uh, from a Catherine uh, Ferrier. Uh, she asks, or uh, ask Kip if Winger plans on releasing a box set with unreleased songs. That kind of goes back with what mm. you're saying with all your cassettes and everything. We're not planning on a box set. Uh, we don't have many unreleased songs. We don't. I put whatever I did have on the demo anthology. I'm not that kind of writer. Like, I know if an idea is good enough to be a song, mm -hmm. if it is, I'll make it a song. I won't write an idea that's a shitty idea and make a shitty song. Right. Because yeah. it's just a waste of time. Sure. I do have some unreleased stuff from way before Winger that I'm hoping no one will ever hear. But... Um, uh, Warner Brothers is actually re releasing a box set of the first Winger records with a few of the demos on it in a in a box set of four vinyls, um, which will come out at the end of the year, and it'll be a limited run of vinyl, um, but it won't be anything that nobody's heard before. It just has a lot of artwork that no one's seen. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of my. Uh, original lyrics the handwritten lyrics that i did and yeah. it's got the original artwork for the first album and you know commentary from the four guys and stuff that's awesome do you have five more minutes or do you need to get rolling no i, I can hang for five let's okay okay do you have anything yeah else? jody uh wazinski says please do a podcast or release those tapes <laughs> of you and reb back in the day definitely, definitely. um a cheryl Leol says, are you guys ever coming to Texas? Need a show around San Antonio. Oh, I love Texas, man. Texas fans are awesome. And uh, we were talking about doing a Texas run. I don't know when, because I never pay attention to anything like that until the day it happens. So, um, yes, we're coming to Texas. I just don't know when. Cool. Uh, Gina asks, will, uh, will you be at the Shermerhorn? Next year, wow! Sher what is that? Shermer Horn. Shermer Horn. I don't That's know what the, the home of the Nashville Symphony, uh, probably because they're they'll at some point next year or the year after that they'll they'll perform my violin concerto. Okay, well let's let's wrap things up with this. Yeah. What do you hope to still accomplish musically, and then what advice can you give to aspiring artists that are still trying to make music their full time career? You know what? That's a good question because there's two places for music, um, being a composer of songs and this kind of thing, and then also being a performer. So pick your battle, you know. Um, you can perform your own songs. I mean, I would get a mentor. If Pick the thing that you want to do and find a mentor that can help you become better. And once you grow out of them, find another one that can make you be better you know mm -hmm. um you know keep cranking out don't be don't believe your own bullshit too much right. that's right. one thing sure it's great to get high on creativity and believe that you know 
because it's the closest you can be to God when you come up with a, and I, I'm not religious, but I'm very, on a, on a spiritual level, when you create something, it's like tapping into the universe. There's no greater high. Mm -hmm. and, 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 but, but what comes with that is a great responsibility also to know where you are in the latitude of great ideas, you yeah. know? So you need to be a great self-critic and understand that you can't believe your own bullshit. Sure. Um, uh, and as far as I go, I mean, I have a lot of things that I've, man, I mean, I often say that on my deathbed, I want to look back and see five symphonies and 10 string quartets and two operas. And, you know, so, I mean, I'm just getting started, you know, I'm, mm. I'm worried that I won't get it all done. Man, that's exciting. Yeah. Listen, we cannot thank you enough for your time. I hope your weekend is great, and we'll definitely hope to catch you out there yeah. on the shows this summer. You were here at uh, in, uh, at Buffalo Run with Warrant, and we caught you a couple times at the IDL Ballroom here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which yep. were great shows. I actually got a little selfie with you as you were coming <laughs> off the stage. But, you know, as fans, you got to get them as you can. You know, got to right. go hot, go yeah. right in. <laughs> Definitely. But we really appreciate you. One yeah. of our sponsors is Doug Burgess from my uh, DEB Concerts, who brought you to the IDL Ballroom. And um, hopefully, you guys, he'll bring you to Rocklahoma soon. And um, it was always, always a pleasure to see you guys live. Yeah, Kip, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Okay, you guys have a good one. Thank you. You All too. Right. Thanks, bud. Bye bye. Cool. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. He's intense, man. I like him. He, he, uh, he, I don't know if he's intense. I think he's just, oh, straight, he's intense. I think he's just straightforward and intense. Ah, you know, I think I, I, I'm, I am sure those guys must have endured so much <laughs> thanks to Beavis and Butthead and yeah. that whole. I, w I want to say thank you to all the, uh, winger fans who came in, um, most likely, hopefully from the groups that I, um, posted our stream in we have a lot of people in here that are big fans of winger it's and wonderful. of course kip so we appreciate you guys we hope you stick around um hit hit follow on our uh, facebook page um we have so many cool interviews coming and um you know stick around and who knows we'll most likely we'll have kit back as well i hope we can and you know please guys it don't if you don't know much about winger and the only thing you know is just the negative poking fun check out the freaking new album it is so good the two songs i've heard i mean it's just the songwriting is unbelievable it's it's deep the the I, what's it called the the one that they put out just not too long ago i've got the title here oh it, it, all, it all comes, comes back, back around. around it is like a seven minute epic and it's you know it's not bubblegum stuff it's not it's deep good yeah. well-written music check them out they are legit and they are super legit musicians every single one of them yep may so. 5th uh new album from winger seven yeah will be hot off, off the, press. Press. Off the press. press hot off the press get that on frontiers you can go to wingertheband.com and order that and man it has been an absolutely crazy week we had we've had two streams in 48 hours pulled it off give me some nice yeah, job i yeah. know you came scrambling in from i, I got work. in at after 315 and this started at 330 <laughs> it was like boom out of the car yeah, into this start sharing and and stressful but we pulled it turning off. up the computer and all that it's crazy it but we do appreciate you guys thank you gina thank you jody yes. uh, thank you don freeman she says thanks for having 
uh, hanging with us, Kip, and thank you for the music. Uh, thank you, Don, and thank you, Bobby Nelson. She says, thanks so much for the interview. You are welcome. It was a blast. It was. It was fun. It was short and sweet, but sometimes, you know, especially with nine, because, you know, I didn't have as many questions. Yeah. Then I thought, well, okay, well, if he's not going to be here, we'll be able to ask all the questions. But then I ran out of questions because... <laughs> You know, it would take yeah. up, you know, if I had too many questions, I'd be like, oh, man, you know, I wouldn't be able to answer some of them. Right. So. And as we've said, you know, some guests are a little lengthy with their answers. Some are a little more you know, cut and to the point. And but it was perfect. It, it was perfect. And we appreciate him giving those extra few minutes at yeah. the end. Let's talk real quick. We um, So right now, as far as official shows coming up, we're, Speaking wor- of kicks. we're working on other stuff uh, as we speak, and we hope to announce those soon. But. Right now, as it stands, this is the next show on the uh, schedule, Friday, May 19th at 8 p.m. Central. It's a Friday night party with Ronnie Tintin Yonkins of Kicks. He will be on with us. We'll be catching up with him. And let's get back to those sponsors. Uh, Thank you, Greg Shipman and Jennifer Shipman, for a great photo shoot last night. You'll be seeing the Rocket Science photos very soon. If you guys have band pictures you need, business photos, headshots, anything you guys need. Family uh, photos. Yeah, family photos, too. Go to ShipmanPhotos.com, hit them up, and they will take care of you. They are wonderful at what they do. Dustin Little, Okie PC, thank you for your support of Tulsa Music Stream. If you guys have any computer IT needs, call 918-640-0892. Dustin at OkiePC.com is how you can reach him. We talked about DEB Concerts and Doug Burgess. Thank you for supporting us. Check out his stage, DNB Processing Stage at Rocklahoma, where he's going to have so many fun bands there. It's going to be a great weekend. Like we keep telling you guys, go to our Facebook page at at Tulsa Music Stream, look in the upper left corner and hit our website, and it's going to take you to our official online store. We need you guys to pick up some t-shirts and sport those Tulsa Music Stream threads around town. We've also got hoodies and tanks. Psychomo Film Works, if you guys have any video needs, if you want to shoot a a video for your band, he's your guy, psychomo at gmail.com. I think that's all I got. You got awesome. anything else? No, I just wanted again to say thank you guys. Uh, make sure you, um, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we're also on Twitter and we are at, at, at TUL Music Stream. Yep. It's so true. follow us on, on Twitter and we're also on Twitch. And yep. of course, this will immediately be on all of our uh, audio podcast platforms yep. such as Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and of course, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. You go out just just about to any platform, you type our name in and you can find us. We'll be uploading this to podcast uh, format here momentarily. So, Guys, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for tuning in. If you were late or you missed it all together, the replay is always available on all of our platforms. Yeah. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for the stars. We really appreciate yes. that. Um and thank you, Elizabeth, for the shirt. Yes. She, what she did is she came up right behind uh, Kip Winger and she says, Winger is coming. And he didn't, I guess he was in line for his dinner or yeah. something. Didn't even turn around. And he didn't turn around to see her shirt. And he's like, yep, <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> and I guess the drummer was watching the whole time, was yeah. cracking up. So. Yeah. Uh, that's a famous I'll, shirt right there. So, you know, I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll wear it. But I didn't have time to, like, go into that whole story with him about it, you know, because we were just on short on time with 30 yeah. minutes. So, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Well, not- thank you, Rick, for uh, 
popping in anyway. So yep, we no. appreciate it. And uh, Leslie, thank you for popping in. Uh, Larry Ford, Dodgers versus Cards. Go Cards. <laughs> Benjamin, it was a great it was great showing. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome, Benjamin. Thank you for uh, joining the chat room. And Elizabeth says Winger has left. They have and with left. that, we have left. We, <laughs> we are left we're, we're well. leaving as well. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you Friday, May 19th, 8 p.m. Central on Tulsa Music Stream with Ronnie from Kicks. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you.